the MP3 recording has started now. And then the next thing I'm going to do is start the CD recording. I'm recording them on separate recordings in case there would ever be any problem with one recording. We have a backup recording. And the CD recording has started now as well. So this is winter solstice, angelic transmission. We're going to be doing the invocation prayer to Archangel Michael. And I ask for all of you now to participate with me. So I want you to first just make yourselves comfortable. Get yourselves in a comfortable position. And begin by closing your eyes. And taking a couple of long, slow, deep breaths. Just two to three to four long, slow, deep breaths. Using the breath to center ourselves in the moment. Using the breath to relax the physical body and to begin to relax and quiet the mind. Now I'm going to take us all through the steps of the prayer and ask you all to participate in the invocation with me. First, in whatever way feels right to you, silently or out loud, since you're muted, you're welcome to do it out loud if you feel comfortable doing so. Call upon the presence of divine love and divine light. And ask that we be protected and connected by divine love and divine light. And ask that we be united as a family of light in this circle of light that we've created here today. And protected and connected as a circle and family of light. Now silently or again out loud, since you're muted, you're welcome to do it either way. In whatever way it feels right to you, call out to the Archangel Michael by name. Invoking the Archangel Michael, we ask Archangel Michael to be fully present with us today in this circle of light that has gathered And we ask Archangel Michael to fully anchor his energies, his presence, and to bring through an energetic transmission to each of us individually and to all of us as a collective. And let us all ask Archangel Michael to hear the questions and concerns that have been verbalized and communicated here today. Ask him to hear these questions. 
to respond to them and to speak to us a message about these things. And give him permission to speak openly and freely about anything that we all need to hear that is for our highest good at this time. And now since we need to go deeper out of our minds and into our hearts, gratitude opens the heart and centers us in our heart. So let us all now either silently or out loud to say a silent prayer, a simple prayer of gratitude, thankfulness and appreciation for the blessings of life, for all of the blessings Archangel Michael and all of the angels, guides and guardians bring into our lives and for anything and everything that you're thankful for. And now finishing the prayer, we're going to deepen our breathing now and let ourselves use our breath to take us deeper into a relaxed, meditative, listening state. Remain in this relaxed, meditative, listening state all throughout the message. As I'm going to go deeper now into my breathing and into my silent meditation, until the next words I speak will be the message coming through. I anchor my blue-violet light within your hearts and within this circle at this time. It is true that all of you who are gathered here today have a special and unique personal relationship with me. And while I deliver this message, 
in my role and capacity as the archangel that I am and the role that I have to serve in each of your lives and for all of humanity on the earth. I also choose to deliver this message in a very personal way because it is my desire it is my will and it is the divine will for each and every one of you and each and every soul in all of creation to grow and deepen in personal relationship and to grow and deepen in not only your personal relationships with yourself, your personal relationships with each other, but also in your personal relationship with the earth and in your personal relationship with the divine. Your personal connection with that source of all sources, cause of all causes, the lover of all souls, the beloved of your soul, who is known by infinite names. and whose love is all-encompassing and unconditional. So I will begin this message today. By indeed confirming that it is I, Michael, that hears your prayers and send you this energy today. But also by addressing the personal questions that you have asked about your interpersonal relationships with each other, about the things that you are all struggling with in your personal lives, I choose to begin with these things today. Because today is a day to look within and begins the cycle on the season of the time to look within. And because of where the earth and the sun and all beings upon the earth are in regards to the great shift that is happening that you ask other questions about and I will speak of in this message. Because of where you are in this journey. the personal connections, the interpersonal relationships. It is pivotal. Everything is relationship. Everything. I have spoken this message before, and I will speak it again, and I will continue to speak it to all who have ears to hear it, to all who have the hearts to receive it, 
to all who have eyes who will choose to see it. But whether you see it or hear it or feel it or not, it is truth. Everything is in relationship to everything else. Everything is relationship. And everything is in relationship. Everything is energy. Everything is energy in relationship to other energy. And there is the impersonal aspect of that energy, and then there is the relationship, the relationship to that energy. And where there is relationship, it is very personal. And it has to be personal in order for you to feel it deep in your heart. for it to move your soul, to leap with joy, trust, and faith. And this is what you all must do. You must open your hearts, go deeper and deeper into love, and your soul at this time, needs to be moved, deeply moved, so that you will leap in joy, a leap of faith that is coming. In your own ways, you will experience this individually. Some of you are already experiencing it. And there is a collective leap of faith that is coming. Before anyone can take it, this inner work, this personal work needs to be done, and this personal growth and personal healing, yes, does need to be done. Everything is energy and relationship. And everything is about relationship. And while I'm going to speak to you about your interpersonal relationships with each other, I never want you to lose sight of the greater context. Because the questions that you ask in regards to the great planetary shift, the shift of the ages that is happening and occurring, 2012 and beyond. It's the context. This is the context of which all of it is happening within. The context in which all of your interpersonal relationships and your interpersonal dynamics take place. You cannot lose sight of it and bring everything into balance, bring everything into alignment, as I have spoken of previously in previous messages. You cannot bring everything into balance and bring everything into alignment if you lose sight of the context, if you lose sight of the greater context of which everything is happening within and the greater relationship of everything is happening within. 
there is a great and grand relationship that goes beyond anything in your human experience. That your son and your solar system has with the galaxy. To use human terminologies that you can understand and human analogies that you can understand and in ways that this has been spoken before and you need to hear it again and again and again until it penetrates your consciousness and it becomes your realization, not just your intellectual knowledge. There is a relationship that your son has within the solar system and there is a relationship that your son has within the galaxy. And it is understood as father-son coming into sacred union, coming into sacred union with mother galaxy. The dark rift that your son is traversing that your solar system is traversing on its cyclic journey through the galaxy as it journeys round and round and round. When the sun enters this dark rift, it is a very sacred time. This is happening. This is happening now. The dark rift is known by many of us in the celestial worlds as a great womb. It is known by many mythologically so that you can understand and have some concept of this as the great womb of the great mother galaxy. But the dark rift is not a place to be feared. Even though all of this sounds so different and it can trigger your fears it is a place of all energies where all energies combine just like the womb is a place where all energies unite and come together in moments and experiences of sacred union in order to create life and where life can be and is conceived and brought forth and new life begins. This is this place that you are all passing through, that you are all traversing. And as you, divert, as you traverse the dark rift, it will stir up everything inside yourselves. It will stir up all energies. And it will stir up all energies in your world. And everything that is out of balance 
everything that is out of balance will be brought to the forefront to be looked at, to be seen, and will continue to be brought to the forefront again and again and again until the balance is restored and until alignment is then brought about. First the restoration of balance and then alignment is possible. It is not possible to bring something into full alignment if it is not balanced. Because you can align, but the balance enables the alignment to stay, to remain. One of the best analogies in your day-to-day lives, even though it is a funny analogy to give you, but it's something that hopefully you can understand, is the analogy of your cars, your vehicles. If you get an alignment done on your vehicle, which is what your body is, is what your mind is, it is what your emotion is, that is why I'm able to use this analogy, because your mind and your body and your emotions, they are your vehicles. But if you go and you get an alignment done on your vehicle, but you do not balance the tires first, that alignment will not last for long. It will only last for a short while. And then that alignment will be out of alignment again. If you balance and align, then it is a different story. Then it can be maintained. And you can maintain it It doesn't mean that it lasts forever, right? The balancing and the aligning of the physical, mental, and emotional bodies, they are bodies, they are vehicles. It must constantly be maintained. It is an illusion to think that you could ever align any of those vehicles once and never have to balance or align it again. It is illusion because it is not the nature of these vehicles. It is not the nature of these energies. The nature of the energies of these vehicles of your bodies and your minds and your emotions is to be in a constant state of flux, is to be connected to the modes of this material nature, the energies of this material nature, which are in constant movement, Constant flow, constant change, the constant of the material energies and of the body, of the physical body and the emotional body and the mental body. The constant is change for those vehicles. And so from the level of the soul, you must sustain and you must maintain the balance and the alignment From this place of your true identity, keep maintaining and sustaining the alignment of the body, mind, and emotions. And this will not be an easy thing as you traverse the dark rift. The dark rift has been traversed many times. The sun has come into sacred union with great mother galaxy's womb many, many times. And it will again many, many more times. But it takes long 
periods of earth time for it to happen. Long cycles of time are coming to completion. It will be a very long time before it happens again. This has been tracked, calculated by master timekeepers in some of the indigenous traditions such as the Mayans. as you traverse this, there has never been this many people on the planet before. And there has never been this many awake people on the planet before. And so that creative power, that creative force, it is available to you. The more awake you become, it is available to you to create balance and create alignment. There is an immense creative power and creative force that is available during this time of the sacred union. And it is not just one day, it is not just one year, it is not just three years. The 2012 year that so many of you have been waiting for, it is an era We think of it as an era, an age. Not just the ending of something, but the beginning of something. A golden age. And there will be those of you who will experience that sooner rather than others. But your bodies, your minds, your emotions, these vehicles, they must be balanced and brought into alignment. But I do not want, with my emphasis on this, in any way, To confuse you or to make you think that I am asking you to focus exclusively on these things. Because as you know, your bodies and your material energies and your material lives, they can be all-consuming. Add to that your thoughts and your active, active minds, your minds that have been stimulated, your intellects that have been expanded, 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 and are just brimming full with intellectual knowledge. Add to that how consuming that knowledge can be of your time, and add to that your emotions and how much you are feeling, and all of the depths of everything that you're going to be feeling, because as you traverse through the dark rift, everything will be felt. All energies are present there. All energies. And you've chosen human lives. You've chosen human vehicles, human body, human mind, human emotion. You've chosen these human vehicles. You've chosen this human life. Karmically or dharmically, you are here in these vehicles, 
to experience the fullness of this. And each one of those things, the physical and the material body and the material needs and just maintaining your material lives and your monetary existence can be all-consuming and your minds can be all-consuming your intellectual knowledge and the growth and pursuit of that intellectual knowledge can be all-consuming and your emotions and the full extent of everything that you've come here with this human vehicle of the emotional body to feel and to experience through emotion can be all-consuming can consume your whole existence where you think that that's all that existence is and that's who you are You must heal, balance, and align your bodies, minds, and emotions. But you do not do that by over-focusing on them. You do not do that by misidentifying yourself with them, thinking that they are who you are. They are what it's all about. They are the reality. They are reality. They are what is real. If you attempt to balance and align them from that perspective, it will only last a short while. It will only last a short while. Because it's like putting the cart before the horse. over-emphasis on those vehicles and over-misidentification of who you are with them. It's like putting the cart before the horse. Your spirit souls, your eternal spirit souls, your true nature, the reason why you seek constant peace, you seek constant happiness, you seek constant joy, you seek constant bliss, you seek constant love in yourself and in your interpersonal relationships is because you know that this exists. You seek it because you know it. You wouldn't seek it otherwise. You wouldn't seek it otherwise. You know that it is real. You know that it exists. But you're looking for it in the bodies the physical, mental, and emotional bodies. That's not where that constant joy, constant peace, constant love, constant bliss that is unending, unpenetrable, nothing can penetrate it, nothing can dissolve it, nothing can take it away from you. Nothing. Nothing can make you unhappy. Nothing you're accessing it from the soul, if you're accessing it through the soul, tapping it from there, drawing it from there, creating that relationship from there and relating to others and to your world from there. Your relationships are so out of balance. 
your relationships with each other, your relationships with yourselves, your relationship with the earth, your relationships with God. There's so much imbalance that's there in those relationships. Your relationships are so out of balance because of where you're relating from, the place, the source from which you are relating from. And I know, for some of you, the words that I speak sound incredibly difficult. How can you possibly tap into something that is beyond what your five physical senses and your mind and your emotions tell you is real? Indeed, there are processes. There are as many spiritual practices to do this as there are people who need it. And I always recommend that you use the spiritual practices of meditation, contemplation, reflection, going within, Self-analysis is a part of this process, but it is only the surface level, but it is also an important part of the process of going within, looking within. And you have to keep doing it. That's why it's called practice. You have to keep doing it again and again. You have to practice, practice, practice your spiritual practices. Practice whatever spiritual practices work for you, resonate for you. practice until it becomes realized. It's like there is nothing new under the sun. There's no new energy. There's no new words, no new wisdom, no new enlightenment, no new anything. There is that which is new to you, yes. There is always that which is going to be new to each one of you. Everything is said that is needed to be said. All light already is all that is. All that is is already here. All that is is already present. All love, all light, all knowledge, all wisdom and its infinite complexity, and its end in its infinite simplicity is already here and is already present. But we'll try to say it in new ways, and I'll try to teach it to you in new ways, and I'll try to say the words, and I'll repeat certain words, and I'll repeat certain teachings again and again as a spiritual practice until it is not just heard by the ears, but until it is really fully received and it is fully realized. And that is what you must all do. You must beware the ego and the mind tricking you to think that you know something, that you know all that you need to know or you know something 
the mind, and especially the ego, plays this tricks to keep you from fully realizing it. Just to keep it on a level of intellectual knowledge. I don't want these words that I'm delivering to you today to be like that. I don't want you to just file it away in the file cabinet of your mind as another piece of intellectual knowledge that you've gathered and put in a box. Practice one thing, anything that I've said, anything that I've revealed and that I've spoken of, apply it, integrate it. Integrate. Another reason why you're experiencing so much imbalance and so many people are having a very difficult time right now is turning through this dark rift and all of these energies are there. It's because these energies aren't being integrated. Integration is absolutely necessary and essential for any type of transcendent experience. For all of those who think that transcendence and ascension is just going to be something that's just going to be like flipping a switch and boom, it happens. You're just going to get to this place in the galactic alignment and all the energies are there and a flip is going to be switched and boom, it happens. It's not going to be like that. Look at who you are. Look at the true nature of this journey and the true nature of this reality. You are eternal spirit souls. And you have been given by the creator creative power through your free will, through your imaginations, through the power of imagination, intention, and will. You have been given co-creative abilities, co-creative powers. This is always where you get confused because you are not the creator. You are not the doer, but you are one with. being one with does not mean the same as. But in being one with, there is great responsibility that comes with this. Responsibility that humanity was not ready for before. But is ready for now. And that all of you in this circle of light here today and all of you who will be listening to this message beyond this day, you will only be able to listen to it. You will only be drawn and attracted to it if you are ready. If you are ready to use that co-creative power and ability that you do have and the responsibility that you do have as a co-creator in this, all of you are co-creators in this. You do not determine the outcome. 
that is already set. That has already been determined. The outcome of all of this shift of the ages, I can assure you, it has already been predetermined within the divine will, and that outcome will be the highest good for all beings. For all beings. The highest good for all beings will be the outcome, and that outcome is already determined. So while you do not create what the outcome will be, you are co-creators of how you experience it along the way and of what that might look like and what that might feel like and what that might be like and what the manifest form of that might take shape of along the way, along the journey. And you definitely are the co-creators of what that's going to feel like for you of what thoughts and emotions that's going to create and emote and invoke within yourself. So to summarize all that I have just said, and try to simplify it, as you are traversing the dark rift, and this will be for some time to come, Experiencing this creative energy of the sacred union within this great context of things, all energies are flooding the planet at this time, flooding the sun at this time. There will be changes in the sun. The sun will be very active. The magnetic field of the earth will be very active. The magnetic field of the earth will be fluctuating a great deal. even you have a co-creative role to play in that. You do not create that. You did not in any way, shape, or form have the ability to determine the outcome of that. But you do have a co-creative role to play in that. You are asked to serve. You are asked to serve this divine plan. You are asked to serve this great relationship, this great and beautiful thing that is happening to you and through you and that is beyond you simultaneously. You're being asked to serve. So as you're traversing it, work on balance and alignment of the body, mind, and emotions but from the perspective that you are a spirit soul. Balancing the body, the mind, and the emotions from that perspective will bring about true balance, long-lasting balance. The emotions, for example, may still experience ups and downs, positive and negatives, good and bad, because of its watery nature, like the waves of the ocean, there will constantly be those waves of emotion that move through the emotional body, those waves of energy that move through the emotional body. But when you work to balance it and align it from the soul, aligning it from there, then no matter what 
how strong those waves are, no matter what those currents are, no matter how high or how low those currents may be flowing, you're aligning it and you're balancing it and you're maintaining that alignment and that balance from a centered place and from a place that is not a reactionary place to that because the soul does not react to any of those things. The emotions react, the mind reacts, the body reacts. The soul does not enter into those reactionary patterns. And where you can remain equiposed, balanced, in peace, that is not taken away by any of those things. Focus that is not taken away by any of those ups or downs, positive or negatives. Because this is it just all going to be all positive energy after a certain point and there's no negative energy anymore ever? No. Not in the third dimension. Not in the material world. That's not how it works. That's not the nature. The material world cannot be something that is not of its nature. You cannot break nature, alter the nature of something, no matter how hard you try. And believe me, many of you try and try and try and exhaust incredible amounts of energy trying to do that which is against your nature, divine nature, material nature. Embrace the nature. Understand the nature. Understand the nature, your nature. You ask about soul's purpose. As you traverse and you balance and align the physical, mental, emotional bodies from the perspective of the soul, from the place of the soul, you will start being who you are. You will start being true to your nature and as you are being true to your nature, your true nature, your soul's nature, then you will be being who you are and your doing will be in alignment with who you are. And then you will be doing what you are meant to do. It's the cart before the horse again. If you try to figure out what am I meant to do, what am I supposed to do, what is my purpose, what is my, what am I meant to do, what am I meant to do, without coming first from the perspective of the soul. Because everything comes first from the spiritual world. Everything is first and foremost spiritual energy. You are first and foremost a spiritual being here having a human experience. So you come first from that perspective. And then you ask the question. But you come first from the identity of the soul. Who am I? And who do I choose to be? Who have I been created to be? Who do I want to be? Who am I? What is my nature? What are my gifts, my talents, my abilities? That all comes from what is my nature? And not judging that. One of the reasons why it's so hard for you sometimes to see is because there's so many judgments around that. 
judgments that your nature might be radically different than somebody else's nature, the nature of your soul and who you are and what is natural and innate to you might be so radically different than someone else's. Or judging that is good or that is bad or that there might be something dark and terrible within your nature. The list goes on as to why there are so many judgments about your nature. Trust me. Your nature as an eternal spirit soul it is all light it is the nature of love but it expresses uniquely in you uniquely it won't be like anybody else's your nature is unique the reason why I have a unique personal relationship with each and every one of you and why God has a unique personal relationship with each and every one of you is because you are unique. One of a kind. But what is that nature? So coming from the perspective of the soul, putting yourself there first, breathing, meditating, centering, coming into soul awareness first. I am that I am. I am spirit. I am soul. I am light. I am love. I am a child of light. I am a child of the universe. I am a child of God. And really anchoring yourself in that I am presence, that I am awareness, that true soul awareness, and then ask the questions. Who am I? What is my nature? Who do I choose to be? Who have I chosen to be in this lifetime? How have I chosen to be in this lifetime? What do I choose to be right here, right now? And then act. And then do. And the things that you want to do and the things and the actions that you'll take, they'll be coming from a different place. You're sourcing them from a different place. You're sourcing them from source. For you see, if you source them from the mind or you source them from the ego, you'll still get there. Because divine intervention will always make sure that you follow the path. You'll still get there but not as clearly, not as concisely, and not as consciously as if you put the horse before the cart. Put them in right relationship first. Put them in right alignment first. Source from the right place first, and then proceed. Then move forward. Then act. Act in the consciousness and the mood and the attitude of service, act with dedicating yourself to your highest purpose and your highest service. I have spoken this many times, and again, I will say it as many times as is necessary. Dedicate yourselves to act in alignment with your life purpose. Dedicate yourself to have all of your actions be your, serv- your highest service of your purpose, whether you know intellectually what that is or not. 
Again, you put the cart before the horse. If you think, I'm only going to dedicate myself to that once I know what that is. But you put the horse back in front of the cart when you start dedicating yourself to that. And you dedicate yourself to that no matter what. Each and every day and in each and every moment, this can become a spiritual practice in and of itself. It can become a ceremony. It can be a ritual. It can be a prayer. It can be a meditation. But you dedicate yourself to living in that alignment and living in that purpose, living your soul's purpose no matter what. And that no matter what means, whether you know what it is or not, you're dedicated to it. And if you're sourcing and then you're doing all that I am describing, sourcing from the source and doing all that I am describing, then your actions and your doing, it will be in alignment with your soul purpose. You will find yourself doing what you are meant to do because you're being who you're meant to be. You will find yourself doing all that you're meant to do, and there is much to do. Also, do not be deceived into thinking that it's all going to be done for you. As I said earlier, you are co-creators of this reality. You are here to co-create through your service, your service to each other, your service to the earth, your service to God. You are here to co-create through that service. And there is much to be done. In fact, so much to be done that many of you get overwhelmed by it. And this is very common right now. And this will only be amplified the further and further the dark rift is traversed and penetrated as all energies will be amplified and as all energies are coming together to be integrated into a higher order. But is there a chaos to this? Yes. And that's what can feel overwhelming. Do not judge it as bad. Do not judge it as good or bad. It just is what it is. It's part of the creative process. It's part of the creation of life itself. Within the chaos is order, and from the chaos, a higher order will emerge. Yes. But you are also to be conscious co-creators and to consciously serve and to be as fully conscious and aware as possible as to who you are and what your nature is and be in a balance and alignment as much as possible in working through that chaos and going through that chaos. The dark rift is dark because it's all energies. Chaos and order. Light and shadow. Yin and yang. Masculine and feminine. All of the two-dimensional energies, and more. And if you look at this through two-dimensional thoughts and two-dimensional thinkings, and I'm 
repeatedly trying to work with so many of you right now to lift you out of two-dimensional thinking. So easy to fall into because of your physical senses. But if you stay within two-dimensional thinking and it's just one or the other, it's so much more painful. This whole process, none of it has to be painful. And even if there is pain, absolutely none of it ever has to be or bring about suffering. That is a whole other message in and of itself and a whole other line of questioning that I encourage you to pursue in and of itself for the next time that I bring through a transmission such as this, for a circle such as this. Integrate those energies. And it will not be painful if they are fully integrated. And if you cannot fully integrate and you are integrating at the highest and best level that you can and there is some pain involved in it, make sure you're sourcing. You're doing it consciously. You're sourcing your actions you're doing. You're sourcing everything that you're saying, you're doing, you're speaking from source, from the source and from your true source, your true self, the source of all sources and the source that is within yourself, soul source it from there and there will be no suffering even if pain is a part of the experience and the overwhelm can be helped immensely by integration And yes, this will mean trying to consciously choose to make an effort to slow down while simultaneously you and everything around you are being quickened. Everything is being accelerated and amplified. And so the balanced reaction to this is to make more conscious efforts to pace yourselves to pace ourselves during this quickening and to integrate. Take time to integrate. This is also so important for your minds. Your minds are flooded with knowledge. Your minds are flooded with information. That is why I am almost finished speaking because I do not want to add anything more to it, not just from the words that I'm speaking today, are they flooded? They're flooded by the things of this world. The information age. The information age. Your minds are flooded with information, flooded with intellectual information and intellectual knowledge. Hopefully it becomes knowledge. It needs to become knowledge but then that knowledge must become wisdom and that only happens through experience. It only happens through time, taking time to integrate it. 
So while there are many more things that I can say in regards to the questions that you have asked today, and there will come a time in which I will be able to bring through this channel and bring through one of these transmissions a very specific meditation that I am yet to deliver. I wish to end my message here by encouraging you all to give yourself time to integrate this. As I said earlier, even if you just take one thing, and sometimes that's the easiest, even if you just take one thing that I have said here today and really work with it, really apply it, really put it into practice, really find practices that enable you to perfect it more in your life, master it more in your life, integrate it more fully into realization, so that it's not just knowledge, it's your wisdom, it's your realization. You will have accomplished a great deal, and I will be of great service in delivering this message. If even just one of you integrates even just one piece, one aspect of anything I have said here today. I am here to assist. I am here to co-create with you. Indeed, my role is different than yours, and we are not the same. We are interconnected. Consciously work with me and consciously work with all of the higher beings that are there ready to assist you. We stand ready to co-create with you. As we always have. And we always will. the end of the message. Let's all take a few deep breaths. And I always like to end each one of these experiences by saying a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation to the Archangel Michael. If we could all do that now and take a moment to offer a silent prayer of gratitude for this message for the Archangel Michael. And then we can slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation. 
going to stop the recording now.